Welcome back, man. This is what boxing is all about this weekend. Man, oh man, can I not wait till Saturday? We have one of the best fights that is on the calendar that could be made, that is made, that is happening, coming up this weekend. Man, I can't wait for this fight. And of course, the fight I'm talking about is David Benavidez taking on Kayla Plant in Las Vegas, Nevada, March 25th, this Saturday. Man, is this going to be a great fight. If you've been following me for a little bit, you know I've been talking about this fight since it's been made. This is a fight that when it was made, it was easily the best fight on a great schedule. We've talked about how good the schedule's been so far in boxing. This is the fight that people circled. And even when, you know, the fight next month got announced, this fight didn't lose any glamour to it. This fight's been circled two, three times because this is going to be one heck of a fight. These are legitimate two guys who can't stand each other. You know, there's beef. You know, there's hatred. You could even go so far to say between each other along with them being two of the best in the division, the 168 division. You know, unlike the fight, the mega fight next month, there's a title on the line or, well, there's not a title on the line. Whoever wins this is the mandatory for Canelo Alvarez. So this fight has so much at stake and then also has bragging rights at stake. I'll get into why these two don't like each other, you know, what they can do uh, in this fight against each other, who I think will win. And that's that's the final thing about this fight, right? Usually, okay, yeah, you think this guy's going to win. You think this, you know, it's kind of, there's a favorite in the fight and it's kind of goes according to plan. Obviously, boxing's, you know, everyone's got a puncher's chance. No, this fight is a legitimate 50-50 fight. I've been paying attention to all the former boxers who's been picking. Honestly, it's split between who who's taken Benavidez and who's taken Plant, right? People can't just seem to lock in with one guy as, you know what, this is going to be the guy that I have in this fight. It seems like you every other person has... You know, they alternate. One has plant, one has Benavidez. One has plant, one has Benavidez. So the fact that this is a great fight between two guys who are 50-50 with a chance to fight Canelo on the line with, you know, hatred and beef between each other, Saturday night is going to be a great, great time to be a boxing fan. Great fight. You know, even if you're not a boxing fan listening to this, if you want to get into boxing, if you want... If you want to find one of your favorite fighters, you know, watch this fight because you'll watch this fight between these two and be like, yeah, you'll pick one of them and be like, yeah, I want to watch him the rest of his, his career. You know, I want to I'm gonna become a fan of him. That's how I think even for non-fight fans, you know, boxing, hardcore fans, you, you buy this fight and you have the fighter you want to watch the rest of, uh, you know, his career. So with all that being said, I'm going to get into, you know, the beef, each fighter, path to victory, what they can do uh, in this episode. Man, if you can't tell, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for this preview since this has been announced. It's just, I'm, I'm excited. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, uh, let's see what else, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Am- excuse me, Amazon Podcast. You know, if you're listening to my podcast 
on any of those streaming services. I'd appreciate if you uh, gave it a follow. Make sure you keep uh, keep updated with all the newest episodes that I drop. I'm dropping pretty frequently because hey, we're on a roll for boxing. Um, and if you're listening on YouTube, uh, if I'd ask you, could you please subscribe? Same thing, keep it up with all what I'm dropping. I got some new content coming on YouTube soon. And if you're listening on um, the streaming services, the YouTube is just the Never Drop podcast. I got some new content I've planned in the next month that I'm going to drop on uh, YouTube. So I look forward to that. But I appreciate you listening, and I'm going to wrap all that up, and let's get to talking about this fight. All right, so when I say there's legitimate beef between each other, you know, it's more than just your regular, you know, competition beef, right? Everyone knows in boxing, or granted for any sport, people people always have quote-unquote beef because it's, okay, I think I'm better than you, you think you're better than me. You know, I can't, I don't like you, I don't, I can't stand you, but then after, you know, you fight or in other sports you play, you know, gain respect for one another. Very little do things cross over to becoming personal, you know, and that's, you know, real beef. (laughs) Well, this fight has real beef to it, real tension, because of things said years ago, you know, things said back in 2018, 2019, things that happened back in these years that have culminated to this event taking place, the animosity, the tension in the room every time, you know, they're up at the um, podiums talking. There's history. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go through real quick and talk about why there's this history. So they asked this same question to uh, Caleb Plant in the original press conference. And, you know, he said just what I said. You know, there are two up-and-coming fighters back in... 2018 or so, 2017, 2018, you know, dang, that's five, six years ago, right? You know, and they just thought they were better than one uh, one another, right? It's like, okay, yeah, I think you're better than me. I think just your usual competition stuff. But Caleb had said that Jose Benavidez Sr., who is uh, David Benavidez's both uh, father and trainer, had crossed the line when he mentioned his daughter. So the history behind that is um, Caleb Plant, sadly, and unfortunately had a daughter who passed away four months before, I believe, her second birthday from a rare disease. And David Benavidez Sr., or excuse me, Jose Benavidez Sr., David's uh, father and trainer, trainer, had kept mentioning Caleb's daughter. He would say stuff like, he needs to stop talking about her. He's using her name for fame. You know, we all go through stuff. Uh, he needs to just kind of stop talking about her um, passing and let it go and, you know, stop using her for fame. Caleb has also claimed that um, he had posted photos on Instagram. Uh, Caleb himself had posted photos with um, his daughter in the hospital and uh, Jose Benavidez Sr. had liked them. And Caleb took that personal kind of thinking sarcastically he you know he's mocking or he's showing support sarcastically showing support and obviously you can see when things become that personal over you know a family member that you know sadly passed away I don't blame Caleb Plant in the slightest for having problems with not just David but his father and trainer you know that's going to give anybody a sort of hatred you speaking on something that you know isn't personal 
to you, you know, speak on something else personal to someone else and tell them how to live their life. I, I understand, uh, Caleb's point of view, right? So that was what Caleb believed was the origin. And that was, I would say one of the first things that kind of, you know, publicly ignited the beef, I'd say. Then come 2018, it was either 2018 or 2019 that Plant had talked about um, David's brother. He'd done an interview, uh, talked about his brother, and then evidently they ended up, Caleb Plant's team and David Benavidez's team, they're at the same gym, right? And obviously words were exchanged. They were both going back and forth at each other, you know, in the uh, video, Caleb's kind of, you know, he takes a while for anything to happen. It's just worth being exchanged. They're talking, you know, cursing at each other, uh, whatnot. Then all of a sudden you see uh, David come back and slap David's brother. Caleb slaps David's brother in the face and... You know, all everything breaks loose. More pushing and shoving. Everything happened. Everything's going on. Uh, David said, um, "Caleb got punched in the face." You know, there's video of this. You want to go look it up. I'm not. You know, this isn't a, something on the rumor or you're hearing. A, you know, in the streets of the box. No, this is literally this happened all on video. If you just look up, uh, I think you could look up. Plant vs. Benavidez, uh, Fight in Gym 2018, 2019, something like that. You're going to see the entire video. You know, it'll take a little while because, of course, they're just they're yelling at each other, going back and forth, and then Caleb slaps. I couldn't tell if it was a slap or a punch. I don't think it was a punch. I think it was more of a slap. But hey, Caleb, he was behind someone and then kind of like Superman over, slapped him and kind of backed up. And then uh, I didn't see him get hit in the face, uh, but David claims that to this day, he's been claiming that uh, Plant got uh, hit in the face and didn't do anything. So there's physical beef between these two before they even touched the ring together, right? Even at their first press conference, they saw each other outside the hotel. And if you watched All Access, you saw this. You know, uh, I believe David was coming out the hotel, getting ready to go to the press conference. And then Caleb was dropping his bags off and was getting out the car. Benavidez looked him up, up and down, started cursing at him. Uh, Plant just stood his ground. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not scared of you. All that yip yap you, uh, Plant was saying. Benavidez, I'm going to break you. I'm going to put you in the hospital. Everything, you know, he's been saying he was telling Caleb. So it's not like these guys are just talking to people with mics and cameras. They're telling each other to their face, yo, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to put you in hospital. And then finally, this isn't any major beef. This kind of uh, mental, uh, tactical I guess, uh, advantage, uh, Benavidez, his father's trying to get, he released a video of, uh, Caleb Plant getting kicked out of a gym for allegedly not paying, uh, gym dues. You know, this was interesting to me because Plant came out and said this was a few years old. I believe he said it was before his Darrell fight, uh, this happened, but like the gym owner was like 
kicking Caleb out, and then Caleb was trying to grab his banners, and then, like, it looked like the owner who was videoing tried to, like, throw an elbow at Caleb. Just a really chaotic video, but, you know, that's kind of been the buzz for the last week, and Caleb's had to answer, you know, post text messages, you know, and Jose, uh, Benavidez Sr. is just sitting back there. Yo, if you need any money, I'll pay for your, you know, pay for your gym time mockingly. So just these mental advantages each are trying to gain on each other. Um, like Caleb Plant for his merch on this uh for this fight. If you want to go buy merch, uh you can go, I believe it's uh DavidBenavidez.com. He bought the domain, uh, the website domain of David Benavidez's name, and Caleb Plant is selling his merch on there. So just these little, like, sort of petty things. They're just, this is what makes this fight so interesting, so fun, you know. I'm sure, you know, I'm recording this on Tuesday. I believe Thursday is when they had their press conference. I bet I could do a whole nother podcast on just what happens, what each say in their press conference, because that's going to be fireworks and those that's going to be something because you can imagine two days out these guys want to hit each other every time there's a camera in their face you know plant says he's going to do this david says he's going to put him in the hospital man each fighter wants this win i don't like none other right so I really think that the history between the two is going to lead to great action inside the ring, which we're going to get into. The ring's a little bit bigger in this one. That's been at the beginning when this fight was announced. That was kind of, that was something to be made at first. But man, this is going to be a great fight. Each fighter, their career kind of led to this. Both in different path, uh, paths. As for Plant, this is his second pay per view, uh, leading, headlining pay per view. David is first, and let's get into both fighters and how they got here. All right, first looking at Caleb Plant. Right, twenty two and one with thirteen knockouts, height of six one, seventy four inch reach, and he's thirty years old. For Plant, this isn't new. This fighting and headlining on a huge platform, you know, pay-per-view. This is not new for him. This will be his second fight on pay-per-view, headlining, of course, because uh, Benavidez has also fought on pay-per-view, but he's been a part of the undercard. That first fight for Plant was against Canelo Alvarez, you know, the top dog at 168 and potentially top dog in the entire sport of boxing, right? That one was a solid fight, a great effort put forth by Caleb Plant. But as the 11th round came, Canelo proved why he he's the man at 168, right? This fight versus Canelo happened back in November of 2021. And come the 11th round, Plant went down twice. The referee step, uh, stepped in and... That was a TKO loss in the book for Caleb Plant, his first loss of his career. A tough loss, as if you remember seeing the All Access, you know, asking Canelo afterwards, you know, did I get your respect? It, it took a toll, I think, that loss on Caleb Plant. Almost took a year off, returned 2022 in October, right? Because I think that loss to Canelo, he, he kind of had to go back to the drawing board, got a new trainer. You know, this that next fight come October 2022, 
that's a career changing fight because it's one thing you lose to one of the best in the sport and you put up a great effort you know all respect to you all right but now what are you gonna do are you gonna show that okay I'm still one of the better ones out of off night and give me a couple more opportunities and I'm gonna be right back to it you know at that top level or you lose that next fight your career looks like it's going on a downward trajectory right so come October 15th 2022 on the Deontay Wilder undercard Plant did the complete opposite Plant delivered a knockout of Anthony Durrell in round 9 a left hand that absolutely shocked Durrell and then almost shocked the entire boxing landscape because Plant's not a guy known for his known for his power, right? Only 13 knockout or 12 knockouts going into that fight. That was his 13th. But it wasn't just your typical average left hand knockout. That was labeled knockout of the year by multiple boxing outlets. As if you remember, Plant had did the uh, grave digger on Anthony Durrell as he was keeled over on the canvas. Because there was bad blood between them. Darrell was talking about, I'll never lose to a white boy. All these things. And Plant finally really sat down on his punch and delivered a monster shot that was heard all around the world of boxing. All around, you know, that punch was posted almost everywhere, it seemed like. So that last fight he had, huge for him in getting this Benavidez matchup and getting one step closer to being right back at at the top like I talked about in my Tony Harrison uh, breakdown a few uh, episodes ago one thing that does nervous me that was uh, prevalent in the Canelo fight was as the later rounds go a little bit he starts to fade and with Benavidez that might be an issue because Benavidez likes to throw combos has really strong hands, power, powerful hands. You know, that's what scares me. But we'll talk about that in the breakdown. But, you know, that's how Caleb Plant's gotten here. This moment isn't necessarily new to him. This is something he wants, he's been at. You know, he's lost, and now he's back at it. I'm sure this is something he's not trying to give up. But for David Benavidez, this is something new. Right, as he's never headlined a pay-per-view before. He's been a part of pay-per-views, as he was a part of Earl Spence's pay-per-view for both the Mikey Garcia fight and the Sean Porter fight in 2019. So he's fought in front of big crowds, but he's never been the headline or main attraction to these fights. So this is something new for him. As Benavidez stands at a record of 26-0 with an impressive 23 knockouts. He's 6-2 with a 74 and a half inch reach. So only a half a difference in the reach and only an inch difference in the height. Of course, both going to uh, Benavidez. But he is four years younger than Caleb Plant. Obviously, as his record shows, unbeaten. He hasn't taken a loss. So unlike Plant, he still has his O in the loss department. Along with Plant, he's also... He hasn't been the most, I want to say most active, saying that because he actually fought a week later than Plant did when uh, Plant took on that fight versus Canelo. You know, a week after the uh, Plant-Canelo fight, Benavidez uh, won by TKO against uh, Karan Davis. That was in November 2021 as well. 
And then his last fight was against uh, David Lemieux in when was it that? That was May. Yeah, May twenty first, two thousand twenty two, where he won in a third round knockout or TKO of Lemieux, who's a solid fighter, of course. Obviously, grown, uh, gone up in age, but one thing that people like to point to is. Benavidez never fought anyone like Plant. And honestly, Benavidez actually said something similar. He said, yeah, my resume is light, but that's not my fault. You know, no one, no one wants to fight me. Which, for a man who Mike Tyson named the Mexican monster, I got to agree with him. He has almost been the boogeyman at 168. No one wants to take on Benavidez. He's been around for a long time, right? He has been around. He's been boxing for a long time. His older brother does it. His father did it. Kind of runs into the family. And no one's wanted to take on the challenge of uh, David Benavidez, at least not the higher guys in the division. Now we're seeing Plant take on Benavidez, you know, for that opportunity to be like, Forget you know, knocking on the door of, hey, you know, I think you guys got to fight me. The winner of this kicks down the door for Canelo and says, hey, you got to fight me. I, I need this fight now. Right. So while he's proven unbeaten, almost not almost knocked out every person he's fought. There has been controversy in uh, Benavidez's career. Right. 2018 lost his title by testing positive for cocaine before a fight of added testing. Subsequently, he was suspended for four months. Something he said he's fixed. You know, it was uh, just completely different lifestyle now. It's different. But that was only the first time he lost his title not in the ring. The second time came 2020 when he missed weight at 168. As he came in, I believe, at 170.8, so almost three pounds over. So he does have a history of losing a title not in the ring. Granted, I don't think either one of those are going to be an issue, especially when you're in a mega fight like this. I don't think the former was going to be an issue, and I don't think the latter and missing weight is going to be an issue. I think there's no way in the world you miss weight for such a big event like this. So... That's how both men have got here. Plant has had more, I'd say, more experience in these bigger moments. But Benavidez has shown, hey man, 26 have came forward, 26 have left with an L, and 23 of them have left with an L after being put on the canvas, right? He's shown he's had that. He has that power. Now, can Plant withhold that power? Can he do something different that Benavidez maybe has never seen before? Come Saturday, we're going to find out. And that's what I'm going to with my breakdown and how each fighter needs to do what they need to do to come out of their victorious. All right, so getting into what we should expect for uh, Saturday night, which both fighters should, you know, do or look for in this fight. One thing of note that I do want to point out that goes into one of my points for Caleb Plant, this fight is actually being fought in a bigger ring. This ring is going to be 22 by 22. And was actually requested by Caleb Plant and his team um, before the fight. When this first was announced, Benavidez and his team had a lot to say about it. You know, he just wants to run, can't fight me in a normal ring. Lately, though, I think I haven't heard too much from them about this issue. 
I think they kind of realized, hey, this wasn't, you know, something that was going to throw the fight off like we see in other negotiations. People are like, okay, I need this or else no fight. I think they kind of blindly accepted it without looking at it and they kind of realized, all right, I agreed to this. I got to fight. So that'll be something interesting. Make sure to keep an eye out on it. Along with it, you know, this goes into my point for Caleb Plant. He's got to move. He's got to move around the ring, um, create different angles to get shots off on Benavidez because I want Plant to use his jab. I want him to make Benavidez feel uncomfortable, have him go into that high guard, open up the body, kind of shell up the way Plant would make Canelo shell up a little bit, you know, so he doesn't get those opportunities to keep putting on big power punches on, on Plant, right? Plant, you keep them occupied, they can't be thrown at you all the time. Along with the fact, if you keep moving, Benavides has had a hard time. He's had trouble in the past cutting off the ring. That win against uh, Kyron Davis in 2021, if you look at the footage, you know, at the tape, Benavides had a little bit of trouble cutting off the ring against Davis. Obviously, his power, speed, everything came to the point where it wasn't needed. But against an opponent like Caleb Plant, Benavides is going to need to do everything he can in order to uh, secure this win. So I think him cutting off the ring will be huge. And for Plant, if he can keep moving and expose Benavides for not being able to cut off the ring, getting shots in and moving, getting shots in and moving, it can be a long night for Benavides and potentially a successful one for Plant. Looking at Plant still, I like his ability to counterpunch. But what scares me with Benavidez is the multitude of combination he, combinations he'll throw. If you've seen David's highlights, I promise you, it looks like when you're playing the Wii and he's just teeing off on you, you don't even know how many shots he's getting in. Or when you're playing the Wii and you're teeing off on the, you know, uh, Wii emoji or whatever they are, you know, you're just teeing off, throwing everything you can. It looks like that. And there's power behind some of those punches too. So I think... If Benavidez can do that, that shows that he's not letting Plant keep him uncomfortable or at distance with the jab. He can get inside and stay on the outside because I don't think Benavidez wants this plant. Uh, excuse me, Benavidez wants this fight totally on the inside. While he might want some portions of it to be, I don't think he can do the entire fight on the inside because even though Plant does not have ridiculously great power he has power he showed that with Darrell and back in 2017 David has been downed uh, knocked down but again I don't that was now six years ago you know not holding that against him to this day it's just a kind of a nugget to say you know uh, there has been that one time so I think if Benavidez can continue to lay pressure on uh, plant and vice versa <laughs> that's going to lead to the victorious man plant i think leading with that jab he kind of keeps his jab out there his left hand forward arm out there and then continues jabbing and then he'll hit you with the right he also doesn't do your usual one twos he'll come in throw 
multiple kind of power punches with the left hand. So you expect the right hand to come at some point, but it just doesn't come. It's just the left hand coming in, in and in on you. So I think maybe that could deceive uh, Benavidez. Benavidez, I think, man, Mike Tyson named him one of his favorite fighters, the Mexican monster for a reason. I think just his hands and his punches are too powerful to, you know, sustain over entire fight if you're as an opponent. You know, and Caleb Plant is someone who I mentioned kind of fades later in rounds. So say Benavidez is just consistent, right? Consistent in his work, not giving Plant kind of time to set up and throw those jabs and throw those left hands and every now and again throw combinations, move around. If Benavidez stays consistent with the jab, you know, his power punches, I think this fight is good for him and potentially leads to a knockout and saying what he says, you know, he's going to knock out Caleb Plant. So saying all that, a lot of things go both ways with the fighters. Again, it's a 50-50 fight. These fighters are similar and different, right? We know Benavidez is a hard hitter. Plant has moments, but he's not as hard of a hitter. But Plant is a great boxer. Well, Benavidez is a he's a solid boxer. Plant does everything well, and Benavidez does a lot of things well, right? So this is as close as a 50-50 fight you can get. I guess it's prediction time, and man, I've I've flip-flopped on predictions because I'm listening to what people are saying about this fight. Man, I teased this in my last episode when I uh, teased this fight. I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, who knows? I might change my pick. So... March 21st was when I'm recording this Tuesday, March 21st. I have Benavidez by TKO or KO in the championship rounds. So 10, 11, 12. I think think it's kind of something that happens. I think it's kind of not a rehash of the Canelo fight, but I think it's very similar as... Truthfully, I don't know if any man can sustain Benavidez's punches throughout the entire fight. I think he's just so powerful. It's going to be tough for Plant to get inside or stay on the outside or what his game plan is. I think Benavidez is going to be tough for Plant to do what he needs to do to get this win. But with saying that, you know... I could totally see another scenario where Plant just outboxes him the entire fight, frustrates Benavidez, you know, Benavidez gets wild, throwing all these punches, you know, and they're not connecting. And Plant goes to outbox him and score a unanimous decision or a decision win. So really, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. But I think as of right now, I'm going to take Benavidez by... Late rounds knockout over Caleb Plant, setting up a clash against Canelo Alvarez if Canelo will fight him, right? But either way, I think this has the potential to be fight of the year. I like both fighters. I think this is something It's hard because I really do like both fighters. After this fight, I'm going to watch both of their next fights and then both of their fights after that fight, right? I think just as of today, I have Benavidez with a late round knockout of Caleb Plant as I think he kind of fades a little bit and that's going to be the difference in this fight is I think the pressure and consistency that Benavidez I'm predicting will continue in this fight I think that'll be the difference and 
I think that'll deliver him a career-defining win in this fight. So that's my breakdown of uh, the fight coming up on Saturday. I think it's going to be great. I really do. If you're not a boxing fan or not planning on tuning into this fight, I'm begging you, man. If you really want to see some good boxing action, buy this fight and watch this fight Saturday night. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to see uh, both of these guys fight. I'm a fan of both of them. So either way, whichever one wins, I'll be happy for them. You know, I'm going to watch their next fights. I'm going to root for these guys. I think this is what boxing needs. Again, it needs the best fighting the best, and we have that with this fight. So, man, was I excited to talk about this one. I've been waiting for this one, this breakdown, and I can't wait for Saturday. I cannot wait. Uh, Vegas is going to be... I think Vegas will be popping. It'll be a great time. It's a great time to be a boxing fan overall, right? With all that being said, right... I think it's going to be, again, a great fight. Coming up, we have uh, Shakur fighting on April 8th. So I'll talk about that fight coming up in the uh, next couple of weeks. Tank on the horizon, that fight happening. I'm forgetting a fight in between, I believe. I know the week after uh, Tank and Ryan is Virgil Ortiz versus Stanionis, which I'm excited for. Again, man, I'm, I keep saying this every episode man boxing if it just feels amazing to be a fan right now it feels incredible oh uh who knows with fury and Usyk if they're fighting on april 29th hopefully we'll know officially soon one can hope but back to the fight at hand if you're not planning on watching this buy it watch this fight it's going to be great you're going to look at find one of these fighters and be like, yeah, I'm going to be a, I'm going to root for him the rest of his career. So with all that being said, I appreciate everyone tuning in, listening. You know, this one was a tough fight to pick. But again, I got Benavidez winning this fight late rounds by way of uh, either TK or KO. That's how I have this fight going. So I appreciate you tuning in. If you're still listening, I bet this is probably, I'm not sure right now, this is probably one of, if not my longest episodes. So if you're still listening, I appreciate it. You know, and if you're not following on any of the streaming ser- or services, you're uh, listening to this podcast, I'd please ask you to follow along with, if you're listening on YouTube or want to uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, I ask you to subscribe because I promise you new content's coming soon. I put all the audios on there, but some video stuff is coming soon. I promise you that. So with all that being said, March 25th, it's going down in Vegas. I can't wait. I'm sure you can't wait. Appreciate you listening to the Never Drop podcast. That's it for me. I'm out. Peace.